Hi, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stuff I Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. I like how every time I introduce myself, I usually do an arm flare. You do. As if I get excited. I, I, I feed off of your energy, Maybe. so thank you. Like, Please know my name. I know my name. <laughs> <laughs> I always do this thing where I sit and I gesture a lot. Yes. I love watching you gesture because I know, like, by the way, high, well, yeah. as, as the higher you get, mm-hmm. the more into it you're getting into, in it. And I love that. Right, right. And this is a proven method. Yeah. It brings energy into your words. To be fair, I do, like, flailing all the time. That's kind of my thing, I guess. <laughs> That's how I describe <laughs> you to people. She's flailing all the time. All the time. <laughs> So it's good that we have this energy because we're actually launching a new episode type. We're going to be doing Monday episodes and, you know, Monday, not exactly the most energetic day. So hopefully this will help give some people some more energy to start their week. Hashtag motivational Monday. Exactly. And that's a good point because so these are going to be shorter newsy updates, things that are going on in the world and our life. And they're going to be very um, every week, whatever's happening. So feel free to to write in what you think we should be talking about. And they're going to be more conversational and a lighter research load. Um, right. And I know, I, I don't know if people knew this, because we were on a panel recently when we, we were talking about the process of what we do and how we come into whatever we talk about, the subjects. And it takes, typically, it can go from 15 to 30 hours of research per episode. Yeah. And if you're like Annie, who is... Reads books. <laughs> who is all up in there. She does like four books at a time per episode. So just go from there. And so we're trying to do a little something different where yeah. it's not so staunch for that. Of course, we're still going to have that. So please don't think that yes. we're going anywhere away from research. And one of the things that we are going to talk about, because honestly, our office right now is completely emptied out, getting ready to be disinfected, by the way, y'all. Because of the coronavirus, COVID-19, and specific issues to women around it. Now, just a heads up, this is, again, we are not medical podcasts, so there's nothing we're going to say that's like, follow our advice, other than when we say, hey, the CDC said this, or who said this, or a doctor said this. But also, we know everybody's being really overwhelmed with this right now, so, you know, just bear with us. Yes, and before we get into the content here... To, again, reiterate what you said, Samantha, and um, set expectations. These are just going to be a... Because we've wanted to try something for a while where we can just sort of talk about our... For one, I really want to come back and talk about relationships with eating and stuff. And that's just the new thing we're adding, but nothing else is changing. Yeah. Don't yes. worry. Don't worry. You need an extra 10 minutes, and this yes. is going to be small sound bites, and we might even tell you what's coming up. Exactly, what? exactly. But yeah, today we're talking about what everyone else is talking about, which is COVID-19. And yeah, things are pretty unsettling and scary uh, where we are and where a lot of places are. I feel like from Thursday, last Thursday, the 12th to Friday the 13th, it went from, oh, yeah, I'm going to go out tomorrow to everyone, <laughs> don't ever go out ever. <laughs> and everything is shutting down here. For the first time in history, all the Disney parks around the world are closed. That's never happened before. Yeah, but the last time it was open, man, it was packed. It was packed. Out. It was packed. Broadway is shut down. The late night shows are going without audiences. And that that freaked me out because I watched them. Right. That's eerie. It was really eerie. The WHO labeled COVID-19 as a pandemic in March 2020. Yeah. 
Um, and of course, one of the scary thing is how little we know about it and how fast it's spreading and why it's spreading. We kind of know how it's spreading, but don't even know the full extent no, not of yet. that. And the symptoms range from fatal to undetectable, which is even scarier. Right. But it's okay. We're in this together. We are. And I feel like people are banding together and, and taking care of each other, which is the, what we need right now. Um, and this is the first pandemic to be caused by a novel coronavirus um, this century. Thousands of new people are infected each day. Again, things are changing really, really rapidly. Six counties in San Francisco shut down. My friends in Athens told me there's a curfew at 9 p.m. there mm-hmm. now. Um, Spain is pretty much locked down. Italy is pretty much locked down. Kind of in the funnier, <laughs> funnier. So is France right now. Uh, oh, yeah, France is closed too. But um, I was discussing with my friends about Tinder, and apparently the profiles have gotten really hilarious of like, I'm stocked up, and it's just 20 boxes of wine and hand sanitizer. <laughs> um, well, what's their number? <laughs> you can find it on Tinder. <laughs> I've been thinking about how we're going to look back on this time in the movies and like me, because I've already started just randomly shouting, social distancing. Right. Like, what? how is this going to be remembered? Um, and then panic buying is something uh, I was at the grocery store, I think that the day before right. it went, re- it got really serious, at least here. And there was, there was nothing. Right. And definitely, I, I shouldn't have been surprised, but I guess I should have been. Yeah, like whatever with a toilet paper. Mm-hmm. I was kind of like, what? What's that? Why? What's happening? What? Is, what is happening? Why are we? Why are we all? What am I get? Do I need to get my books ready for emergency toilet paper? Oh, like that's the level of panic. I understand the disinfecting. Yeah. I understand the sanitizers, but I was like, wait, what? Is, what is happening? And I guess that makes sense. I mean, yeah. you, you and I be trapped for fourteen days, trapped. But you, you want to be clean. Yeah. Oh, sure. For sure. I'm very lucky because over on Savor, the other show I do, one of our sponsors sent me a crate of toilet paper. What? Right before this happened. Shut so up. I'm like, <laughs> How is it you get toilet paper? That's not even food. That's not food related. <laughs> I know, but I'm very fortunate <laughs> for the whole thing. That's so random. <laughs> it was very, very random, but I appreciated it nonetheless. Right. Um, apparently rice is a big commodity as well sure. as pasta. That all makes sense. I try to get bread and I, I don't. It's not something I buy often, but I thought, sure, because I have all this peanut butter and sandwiches. No bread to be found. No bread. No buns, no pita, like nothing. I must have gone to Kroger just in time because they didn't have sanitizer, they didn't have toilet paper, but they surely did have bread. Yeah. and But they didn't have rice. Oh, well. I mean, that makes sense as well. I I get it. Uh, And we did want to, because our show does focus a lot on women, we were thinking about how this is specifically impacting women. And there are a lot of ways that it is. Right. And we can talk about the fact that when it comes to women in healthcare, there's a lot of issues that are tangled in it, whether it's trusting your body, people dismissing women's pain, or or um, here in the U.S., the lack of insurance, for sure, or pay time off. I'm, I'm just as much as I'm looking on Twitter in all of the different social medias, because now that's what I do. I was doing that pretty badly to begin with. Now it's just an obsession, apparently. I've got to turn it off. Uh, (laughs) But I've been seeing a lot of people talk about not only, obviously, insurance being a big, huge problem. Everyone has been affected by someone they love who has their place shut down and they are, you know, gig economy or hourly economy type of things, and they don't have those 
ready for them, readily right. given to them, and that's not promised to them. And it's really kind of scary. And then talk about pay time off. Yeah. Who gets that? And then also who's staying home with the kids when they're being sent home, which, by the way, we know most of the schools are closed down and shut down, and they're all doing the uh, learning through the interwebs. Yes. I'm smart. I know that. <laughs> um, and it was good to know that we have companies who are giving, uh, providing internet access and all that, but do they have computers? Do they have laptops? Do they have, you know, ability to, to get to these things? But all that to say, I know that's been a big part of that, as well as many moms coming through with, I am teleworking, but I'm also supposed to help, you know. Yeah, like I'm a teacher tutor, now, Yeah, right. which I love that many of the new posts is about, yeah, I've been homeschooling for two days now, and teachers should get a million dollars a month. <laughs> yes, agreed. And yeah, I mean, for, we don't want to put anyone else at risk by going to restaurants or, right. or whatever, but people who work at those places depend on tips. And, and so it's just a really complicated situation and we don't have the structure in place, particularly at least when we're talking because we're from the United States, right. we know what we're talking about here. It's just not in place. Right. I also love the fact, and I mean love sarcastically, that we are being compared to almost in that third world country level of healthcare, mm-hmm. of providing for our health and, and uh, for sicknesses. Anyway, there was a tweet from a different country that was a school saying, don't go to a country with third world healthcare. Mm-hmm. And they said, like the U.S. <laughs> I actually put that in wow. there. Yeah. They removed it from one of, yeah, that. they removed it from the, like, the big post, but then they kept it in their own, like, <laughs> school yeah. post. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh my God. And the sad fact of the matter is, it's true. Yeah. We are allowing people to get sick and die, not providing them healthcare and making them $3,000 bills, Yes, which we also know that the representative from California, she has actually sat and questioned with a whiteboard, which I love. She did a math on the whiteboard yeah. as she was talking to uh, the head of the CDC about, hey, don't you have a clause that says you will cover the fees for testing? Mm-hmm. And she nailed him into a corner yeah. to the point. He's like, yes, your questioning is so good. You're, you're right. We can and she just went down this board. So kudos. Thank you, Congresswoman Katie Porter. Yes. And another way that this might be impacting women more is preliminary data suggests that uh, shift workers are being hardest hit, are some of the hardest hit. And yeah, these are often more likely to be women than men. And so again, if if experts say, stay home if you get sick, which you definitely should if you can for some that is an economic hardship. That's not a possibility. Yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, the Trump Organization is moving ahead with a plan to cut food stamps for 700,000 people effective April 1st. Oh. The race to find a vaccine and the risk of leaving out pregnant women, that's something else we wanted to touch on briefly. Leaving out pregnant women of trials impacts health equity. Experts do not know if pregnant women are more susceptible or if their symptoms are more severe. They also don't know if an infected pregnant woman can pass COVID-19 to their fetus. Data from other similar viruses suggest that pregnant women do face higher mortality rates and more negative outcomes. This unfortunately would not be the first time pregnant women have been left behind when it comes to the response to a global pandemic or outbreak. And at 2019, PREVENT and that's in all capitals, a working group released 22 recommendations to push for health equity for pregnant women. And one of the big ones is data collection. But as we say that, we're not trying to cause panic or anything, but it's just something we should all keep in mind. And having these 22 recommendations that we can look at and say, okay, here's how we can tackle this. That's great. And also, again, this is not about 
creating panic, but it's also for those who may not be in this risk factor, whether you're not pregnant, you're not older, you don't have a condition. Yeah. It's your responsibility to contain it as well. Like, yes. It's not about you. No. It's about them. Yes, exactly. Something else. <laughs> Racism. There's been a lot of it, and it's bad. Don't do it. That's good advice for all the time. <laughs> um, calling it a foreign virus, labeling it as uncivilized virus. And with the fact that the president, after doing a fairly tamed conference yesterday, tweeted referencing COVID as a Chinese virus, which only encouraged many of his supporters to rally behind him and lay blame on a country who, by the way, has become such an expert, are being sent out to different countries to assist. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. And with that, many of the supporters demanding and stating that the people who are responsible, quote-unquote, should be held liable, which is a very dangerous way of speaking when holding an ethnicity responsible. And also, the conversation is, we've had many journalists talk about the things that are being off, like said, to them behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. one woman talked about the fact that she was told this is a Kung flu. Yeah. Which is super Disgusting. racist, by the way. <laughs> yeah. And we've seen an uptake in violence against the Asian community. I'm sorry, that's such a generic, broad term. Right. But that's exactly what it is. If you seem of specific ethnicity, that means you are part of that problem, which, again, causes for really, 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 really negative impact on everything around you. Also, just to put this out there, for those who are saying these are just jokes or this yeah. is just where it's originated, I, as an Asian person, when I hear you say something like that, I automatically feel like I am being blamed for something I don't understand. I'm just as scared as you are. I'm not going to lie. I've never been to Wuhan. Yes. However, when I, I know that you are isolating and I need to be careful of the surroundings around me, if there's a conversation like that, I'm very, very aware and very scared of my Your presence. well-being, yeah. yeah. and I'm wondering if I'm going to be attacked, if someone's going to yell at me. Yeah. Gonna, so if you're thinking this is just a joke, please understand what I hear from your joke is that you somehow are blaming me for something, yeah. you know, or putting responsibility on a group that has, again, no control. For those who are saying, this is just a joke, I need you to understand you don't understand. <laughs> just because you may not think it's racist doesn't mean you're not being racist. Yes. FYI. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Just to put that out there. Yes. Very good thing to put out there. And I lived in Wuhan. Yes. And Wuhan is an amazing place. So, But a long time ago. Yes. I was there in 2010 for about a year. And we thought we'd end this with a, an interview portion, which we're going to try to implement in yeah. all of these Monday episodes. Because I've actually been in quarantine not once, but twice. Right. So, Annie and I have talked a lot about her many worldly experiences. And one of the things we've talked about is the fact that she's actually been stuck and quarantined before. <laughs> twice. Yeah. So, we just wanted to touch on what that experience was like and why you had this experience. So, Annie. Yes. When and why did this happen? Why, thank you, my interviewer. (laughs) Um, So I actually have been quarantined two and a half times. Um, (laughs) One was during swine flu, and I was held in the London airport because I had a fever for a couple of hours. So that was, it was really frightening, um, but overall it turned out okay. So that was kind of a, a little taste. But I ended up getting swine flu when I was at Georgia Tech, And I had to, they basically said, go to your apartment and you're going to stay there for at least eight days. And they gave me like a whole thing of gloves and face mask. And at the time, there were so many cases at Tech that you couldn't, they couldn't quarantine you. 
Um, they had quarantine ward, but they were full. Mm-hmm. So I had to go back to my apartment and the poor five people that were living with me and be like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I was very, I wore the gloves pretty much the whole time. I wore the the mask and I would always wipe everything down. And to be honest, um, I was so sick. It wasn't like I was feeling feelings of I've got to get outside right. or something. I was on the floor hallucinating that I was getting attacked by a shark. Um, <laughs> I remember the story. Yes. You got talk- attacked by a lot of like creatures. Yes, apparently. One time it was a moth. This yes, time it's a shark. I have had the moth, yeah. <laughs> um, and I was really lucky because I had a support group of people who made sure I ate even though I didn't really want to. They always brought in food and um, checked in on me. And... It was very frightening, um, and I I did worry a lot about. I didn't want to go back to my apartment. I didn't want to get anyone else sick. Right. And luckily, no one no one did. And I do want to say, swine flu and this very different, mm-hmm. very very different in how they are spreading and how s- severe they are. Right. But this is the closest I have. And then I was quarantined another time where I got some super flu that they didn't know what it was, and they sent me back to my apartment. And that time I was I was still really sick, but I was more aware, and I had to stay for I think a week. Okay. And that that time was almost worse because, yeah, I was like I, I can't leave, and right. you know those hours keep adding right. up, and you don't feel well, but you're you're like I can't sleep, and my apartment was so small, <laughs> there's not right. much to do in there. So what did you do? Um, I played I played a lot of The Last of Us and was really bad at it because I was tired and kind of <laughs> feverish. And I'm normally really good at that game. And I watched Orange is the New Black. Okay. I benched that cat had just come out. Okay. Um, I was too sick to read. But right. um, I'm not going to lie. There were periods where you it's just... It wears on you. Right, it does. So I'm guessing you had a lot of people calling in, checking in on you, make sure you're okay. How <laughs> uh, did your mom deal with all of that? She, I don't even know that I told her about the super flu. What? But I, I did tell right. her about the swine flu, and she was very, um, she was fighting for me, and she wanted to come, to, you know, of course. She's right. like, I can come down and get you, and I said, no, 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 don't do that. And my friend, like, took the phone from me because this is when I started thinking a shark was attacking me. <laughs> <laughs> my, she was like, we will take care of her. We're already here, and we'll keep you updated. And they did. So yeah. just keep a, keep that in mind of the people in your life you need to check in on. Right. And that, that can simply be texts or phone calls right. just cause, because people are struggling. Right. So what would you recommend for people who are... I think we're only on day, like, technically day four, three, mm-hmm. day three of mm-hmm. uh, stay inside, self-quarantine. What would your advice be? <laughs> I would say, one, don't feel guilty that you're not being, quote, as productive as you think you should be because it's super prevalent, right? And right. you hear it all the time, and I know I feel it. I feel such pressure. I'm like, oh, well, I can finally do X, Y, Z. And I can, but if I'm too stressed right. or I'm just, like, feeling... I can't concentrate or, you know, maybe I just get in a fan fiction hole. That's right. okay, too. Like, right. there are certainly things I would add to a list and say, you know what? If I feel like up, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to try to do this for a couple of hours and see what happens. But if you can't for whatever reason, that's okay. Right. Um, and I actually would recommend doing some, quote, mindless things right. that you want to do but you feel too guilty to do that right. normally as well. This is this is your time. 
and limit your exposure to yeah. terrifying news things. Or yeah. not even that, but, you know, there's just so much Any happening. News. Yeah, just just take some time where you don't. And then check in on your friends. Uh, I've definitely gotten more texts and social media and inter- interaction like yesterday right. than I ever had in my whole life. Well, we did also, FYI, uh, watch one of our movies for Feminist Movie Friday, mm-hmm. and we did do a whole blurb of texting back and forth the entire time because we weren't together. Right. We were practicing self-quarantine. <laughs> Social isolation. Yeah. Yes, yes. So, uh, but also, you know what I also figured out? What? Because I was really hoping this was on Netflix, so that Netflix has the party app, Netflix party. Oh, yeah. Watching party. Uh-huh. So that's something that yeah. people should look into if you miss your friends and mm-hmm. want to do a little get-together. Yeah. Netflix watch party. Yeah, genius. there are definitely things you can do to hang out virtually. Right. Um, and my therapist, I had therapy yesterday, and that was one of the things she said is like, I know this is important for you. <laughs> Here are some things you can do. You know me so well. I love you. The doctor loves you so well. Yes. I love this so much. Yeah, so I, there you go. We just did a, a small interview with our favorite Thanks. Annie Reese. I know people have, actually people have reached out. It's like, is Annie okay? I know, and I really appreciate it. Is she stir it. crazy? And I was like, well... She's soon to get her, hopefully, crafting things yes. to be able to work on her costume. I love that I know you well enough. Yes. That's one of the things that I know uh-huh. that can help you. Yes. Hopefully some fan fiction is helping yes. you. So much fan fiction. Uh, <laughs> A lot of Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> right. And I'm like, do I need to send you deliveries of Shishido peppers? Yeah, I already ate all of them. I, I gave you so many. I know. But this is how I keep her alive, y'all. Yes, and I really appreciate it. See, having, that, having that support group. It's so good. And it for people is. who don't, it's I try to find ways to check in on those people too. And I know right. like we've been told you can donate to you. Food banks? Food banks. Okay. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. I'm here to help you. Food banks, yes. And you know what? Sometimes it's just nice checking on I recommend if you see people that you know who are in the industry who are about to go through really hard times, send them a little something. Yeah. Ask them for their Venmo and cash up. Just a little bit like, yeah. if I was there, this is how much I tip you, so I would want tip to give a you this. Lot, yes. Yeah, and if you're doing delivery, you know you can do the no contact. That's yeah. wonderful. If you can do it directly from the restaurant, do that. Because I don't know with like Postmates and all of that, I don't know the actual Where it goes. fees. Right. I know you can tip the driver, and I've been told before it's according to, because when they leave restaurants, they can't, they're not, they don't have an app, like an option to tip the servers. When right. they pay for it, I guess. Sure, 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 sure. So if you can get it from directly from the restaurant, great. I know that Some all of the— restaurants are doing that, yeah, yeah. All the other restaurants, I do know giving money in is going to help anyway. So if you do it through the delivery services, great. I know the delivery services are trying to waive some fees for the restaurants too, so that's cool. Mm-hmm. These are all good things. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so um, stay safe. Again, remember, it's not just about you. I used to think that way when I was younger about the flu shot, but then I had my moment of, oh, it's other people I'm also protecting. So remember that. Stay in if possible. The official recommendation is no more than 10 people in a group at a time, sometimes five people depending on where you are. Six feet, social distancing. Don't panic. Ah! Don't panic. Don't forget about the people in your life, especially people who might be vulnerable in some way. Don't forget about local businesses. Don't be racist. Don't be racist. (laughs) Ageism, also bad. Very bad. Don't do that. There's a lot of that going around. And just remember, one, (laughs) there are people too and people that matter to other people. Um, But one day you will be old as well. (laughs) Right. Um, And then ableism. There's been a lot of that happening because, uh, I mean, we, we can't forget 
that for some people staying in all right. the time with chronic illness or or whatever it might be, they exist. Right. And so it's okay to be upset about canceled things. It really is. It's okay to feel like you don't want to stay inside. You want to go out. Totally cool. But keep it in perspective and just remember, like, not going out to a bar, that's going to be fine. Right. You're, 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 sa- right. you're potentially saving somebody else or even yourself. Right. So, and, and just to throw it out there, this includes people with invisible disabilities. Yeah. And I know we've talked about that on the show before. Mm-hmm. Don't assume yes. that you know they do or don't have a disability. Absolutely. Don't assume that you know whether or not they are healthy. Absolutely. So let's just go ahead and check all that BS <laughs> to the side because nobody has time for that shit. Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> yes. And just remember to go easy on yourself. It's totally understandable that if you're feeling stressed and overwhelmed, then like you can be as productive as possible. And yeah, we're here for you. And yeah, for those who are already been in this position, because Atlanta's kind of coming new into this, as you can tell, we're following suit behind, I think, Florida, Ohio. Maryland, California, New York, Washington, like all the places. Yeah. Uh, let us know what you're doing. Let us know how we can help. And let us know episodes that you would like to hear about. We've kind of been thrown out there. You'll see more and more uh, questions and surveys that we'll be sending out throughout social media. So make sure you check those out. Mm-hmm. And please answer because we are really watching and we are really responding. Yeah. And we want to make content that you want to hear. So we're thinking about you. Stay safe, stay healthy. If you want to email us, you can. Our email is stuffmediamomstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at momstuffpodcast or on Instagram at stuff I'll never told you. Thanks as always to our super producer, Andrew Howard. Thank you. And thanks to you for listening. Thank you. Stuff I'll Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. <laughs> 